Hey, you're listening to WKNC Interviews Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast via iTunes and never miss an episode. Enjoy listening. WKNC 88.1 Raleigh. That song you just heard was from the Youth League. They're here in the studio with me right now. My name's Fionn. I'm running some local band, local beer interviews. The show's going to be tonight at 9.30 at Tiernanog Irish Pub in Raleigh. So guys, tell me a little bit about a little bit about what we just heard. <laughs> uh, that's the second song off our EP. It's uh, about soccer. It's uh, one of the instrumental ones. We're about half and half instrumental and vocally driven band. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much, yeah. (laughs) So explain how you can make a song about something without it having words in it. I mean, I guess we kind of consider ourselves somewhat of a post-rock band, and I don't know if anybody's familiar with that sort of genre, but a lot of that stuff kind of gets lumped into soundtracky sort of music. And, you know, we kind of... We're all a little bit of soccer enthusiasts, and I think we were just like, this sounds like a soccer game. It's kind of playful <laughs> and fun and all over the place. It's like got a lot of energy, too. Like, you would have like, that much energy when you play <laughs> soccer, you know? So, sorry, hold on. Give me one second. Okay, cool. My computer just did something weird. Anyways, <laughs> technology these days. I know. So, I was looking at your profiles on Facebook and on Bandcamp. Mm-hmm. 
Not your personal profiles, your band profiles. <laughs> and so you describe yourself as a post-pop trio featuring brothers. Yeah. Are you guys related, or what do you think well, makes yeah. a brother? Well, we are, and yeah, Jeffrey might as well. Well, yeah, <laughs> me, me and Mike, Zach, myself, uh, we're brothers, and then we adapted, adapted, we adopted Jeffrey. <laughs> yeah. I can't talk either. <laughs> it's one of those days. Yeah. Um, so... Another description that you had on your band camp, you've created songs which defy the conventions on which they're built, yet hit the ear with a natural familiarity. Do you write those yourselves? No, we did not no. write that. That would, uh, that would uh, I don't know, that seems a little bit big-headed of ourselves to say that. Hey, who about ourselves. Um, Gordy. Um, Gordy did. Okay. A friend of ours, he is a, I don't know, freelance writer and a fan. He just, I, I, I guess he was bored and had nothing better to do, <laughs> so he decided to write some stuff about us. Hello, Gordy. Yeah, we love you, Gordy. He's <laughs> so, what do you think about that description? Do you think it pretty much hits the nail on the head? Um, can you speak to it for me a bit? I think, I, I definitely, all of us have been in bands before that were kind of a little more experimental. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. All of us have been in bands that were a little more experimental, probably less accessible. And with this project, we kind of wanted it to be a little more accessible. And I guess that's where... He's kind of hitting on the sounds familiar sort of description of our music. It's just more or less, it's kind of a, and it also goes back to the post-pop genre thing. Pop being just the more familiar, kind of catchy part of what we try to do with our music. I mean, it's all relative and, you know, everyone's got their own opinion, so. So what exactly is post-pop? I've never really understood putting the word post in front of anything. Could uh, you explain that to me? <laughs> I think it's more of a joke than anything else. You know, we're kind of like in a post-rock period, I think, with music. Then there's just a lot of people that talk about post-punk and post-rock. Does that just mean music that was played after? I, I guess. It's, it's kind of <laughs> more not, of a joke. Than I'm not really sure where it, you know, yeah, where it originated from. I know, like... I feel like a lot of the bands we listen to are everybody calls them that. Yeah, yeah I feel like there's a post everything. Yeah, now. There, yeah, there totally is, and and because it's kind of very four four and you know catchy, we were just like it's kind of pop. It's rock man, but it's kind of pop. And or they, like, oh, it's like post rock, post pop. Here we go. Yeah, or they call it like emo. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> genres are, are worthless, really. They really are. There's only two: good music and bad music. Um, so let's see. Uh, on your Twitter, you're getting back to writing songs in a little bit. Have you just? How do you do that? Do you tour and then you just don't write anything during that time and then you go at it really hard? How kinda? Are you yeah, we that? we haven't been a band for terribly long. Um, yeah, it'll be I see about this a, was released in April. Yeah, it'll be about a year and since we started playing. All yeah, together. I think around we started this time around last year. Yeah, in yeah. August sometime. Well, we actually started at the beginning of summer last year, but I broke my hand, so we stopped playing altogether for a little bit until that got better. But um, yeah, um, we wrote all that stuff. We made a conscious effort to record a record before we even really played any shows, just so we kind of were a little bit tighter and had stuff, you know, for people to listen to. Yeah, um, I feel like it's hard uh, when you're starting off and you have nothing for the nice. listener to, re like, recall back to. Like, yeah. I know that I feel like there's a lot of times where people go to shows and they're like, man, I really like that band, but, uh, you know, I don't remember what it yeah, sounds there's, like there's or I don't remember the name or anything yeah. like that. So we, get, we recorded it, gave it away for free for a while until it got picked up, and um, after that we had more of a responsibility to play out, so we did some touring. We've done, a, like, limited touring for as long as we've been around. I don't know. I think we were 
since we started playing out, I think we're close to 50 shows or so, and which is it's pretty good for us considering we all have jobs and stuff and we're yeah. kind of right. the weekend warrior thing. So I'm going to go ahead and play another one of your songs. We're going to play a little game after the break. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, again, you're listening to WKNC. This band is the Youth League, and our next song is called Japanese Draculas. <laughs> back here on the revolution we're gonna play a little free word association game <laughs> let's see your first word is purity ring either the band or the noun like the actual thing i don't know i'm not super familiar with the band so i mean yeah i've never really listened to them no no so i, I mean immediately I, I just think of south park because they had that episode with the purity ring thing with the Jonas oh, Mickey yeah. Mouse and that was one of, one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Yeah, that was great. Tell me a little bit about that because I haven't seen that episode. Oh, oh my gosh. It's yeah. uh, <laughs> well, As long as you don't say any of those words, you can say anything <laughs> on there. Well, it's pretty much like the Jonas Brothers not wanting to wear purity rings anymore. Yeah, so Mickey Mouse gets, uh, he gets wind of this so he flies in and he like he, he has to intimidate up. them and beat them up and <laughs> make them 
make them, you know, because he owns them because he's Mr. Mouse. And the whole time, you know, he's got the Mickey Mouse yeah, voice, yeah, yeah, which yeah. I'm not going to do. But. Yeah, <laughs> I'll completely lose it if you do Every that. time we go on tour, I have to deal with these two talking about South Park, and I don't really watch the show, so I don't get any of the references. That's so good, man. You should start so watching. You guys don't get my Simpsons references. I get your Simpsons references, <laughs> all mostly. I don't think so. Come on, man. Yeah, two types of people, Simpsons and South Park. I mean... I mean, I'll go to Strong. We love Simpsons. Yeah. All right. It's fine. <laughs> we'll work through it. Yeah. We'll get, we'll get over it. That's how you can tell you're not related. Blood yeah. related. South Park, Simpsons. Yep. Yeah, well, you know, these things happen. Next word, HBO. Ooh, I love HBO. Yeah. That, that's one of the only uh, only outlets that we really watch on television besides Netflix, mm-hmm. since we don't really have television. HBO Go, man. True Detective. Oh yeah, True Detective is, is amazing. A lot of people are hating on the second season, but uh, I didn't know how 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 I felt about the first couple episodes. But I mean, I guess it's done I'm pretty good. Into it. Last yeah. couple have been all right. I mean, it's kind of hard to beat that first one. The oh, first yeah. one's done so well. Yeah, yeah. It's I don't know. It's one of those things you have to go into it almost being like this is a totally different television show. You know, the plot's different, the characters are different. I think yeah. the, direction, the direction for the most part, or at least for the second half of the season, has been different. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah, total, total, <laughs> totally nerding out on HBO. Basically, they have the best. Yeah, we watch like I think everything that they ever put out. We've watched it, all of it. I've seen The Wire, haven't you? Yeah, The Wire is yeah, great too. Oh my god, dude, you have to watch The Wire. I don't the Wire is. I don't amazing. actually know what that is. It's, oh, it's like one of the first shows. That no, out, no, it? it was it was late '90s, early 2000s. I mean, there was a couple before that. Okay. But. Yeah, it's pretty old, but it's great. Oh, it's, it's so long too. The only thing I know about The Wire is that like when we were up in Baltimore, we played at the the bar. Oh, yeah. That was, uh, the cop um, bar in the yeah. wire, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I was going to say, is that a cop show? Yeah. Yeah, okay. it's like under, well, yeah, it's uh, like kind of undercover cop it's stuff. About, it's literally the wire is in a reference to like wiretapping phones. Yeah. Okay. And so it takes place in Baltimore. Yeah. In the 90s, so it's like, like still right pretty in the port. Bad. Yeah. yeah it's, it's pretty, pretty brutal show, but it's great. It's a fantastic show. Next topic cat obsessions. <laughs> I definitely have one. <laughs> I have a tattoo of a cat and a top hat on my thumb that I actually got with my friend uh, Molly West. She got hers um, also on her thumb, but a cat in a wedding dress. So when we hold hands, it looks like our cats are getting married. <laughs> <laughs> I have a, uh, I have, actually have a, a cat tattoo too. I have the Pope cat on my shin. Yeah. Yes, yeah. you do. It's a Pope cat. Do you have a cat tattoo? I don't. I should probably jump on that. Yeah. Do you ever feel left out? Kind of. You should. Yeah. Definitely should. Both of you have more tattoos than I have. Yeah. I have like two. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Me and Jeff are probably pretty close. Yeah. It's, I guess it started out as a bunch, but it's kind of just down to two. Oh, yeah. Kind of missed two tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they all touch, so it's just one. Last topic is Philly. Oh, we were just in Philly. Yeah, yeah we were. Philly is, Philly is my favorite city on the it's, East Coast. It's great because, like, I mean, I've never I've, the first time I've ever been there was like a couple of weeks ago, and like Mike would always tell me how how he liked it so much, and I didn't really quite get it. And when I got there, I was like, wow, it's like this big city, but it doesn't film as overwhelming as like New York City. Oh yeah, it's like being in like part of a borough of New York City. It's great. It's really I, you can get around easily. Everybody's it's fairly cheap. It's cheaper to drink there than it is actually in Wilmington actually. Yeah. yeah. I actually went to school in uh, in Penn State, which is about like 2 hours uh west of Philadelphia. So on weekends anytime I had like time off, I would always be in the city seeing shows. Uh, I've, I've seen so many good bands like um 
just in like small clubs that are they've actually gotten too big so they can't even play those small clubs anymore. Yeah, so I've seen bands as like they've emerged in the scene. Noisy said uh, Philadelphia has the best punk scene in the nation right now, so uh, that's a whole thing. I am really bummed that I did not get a Philly cheesesteak. I was like, oh, yeah. I have to have this. <laughs> And I think I had a bite. Yeah, you had a bite of Travis's. Was it Travis's? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was so like, it was good. It was a good bite. I was kind of bummed that I didn't get my <laughs> own. So we're going to switch gears a little bit. Tell me a little, tell me, sorry. <laughs> <sighs> tell me about Cardigan Records. Um, It's it's a small label based out of Durham. Uh, run by Shane and some other guys that we haven't met personally, but. You know, Shane, he's It's, awesome. it's Shane's deal. He's got a couple of people, like a PR person and a couple other people. I hope I don't get my facts wrong if Shane's listening. He's very <laughs> bummed out. But it's just a small label based out of Durham. Um, we actually played with a guy named um, Jared Drotten, who goes by Must Be the Holy Ghost, is his kind of moniker for his... It's a, it's a one-man band, basically. Yeah. It's fantastic. He's actually playing Hopscotch this year. Yeah, yes. Which, yes. Uh, congratulate to him. Yeah, it's yeah, pretty it's awesome. Very cool. But uh, we actually played with him in Wilmington once, and uh, Shane and the record label, I guess, started following us on social media, and I think we somebody made a comment about us trying to put out the record, and he got in touch with us immediately, and I guess um, Jared kind of vouched for us. I'm, I'm assuming, I guess, it was no right idea. after we played yeah. with him, and... You know, I, I'm just yeah. We put out the record ourselves um, this past January, and Cardigan picked us up. Uh, Basically, wait for like, mm-hmm. for, like the next month. Yeah, and like put it out officially in, in April. April. Yeah, so was funny. It, yeah. yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, no, it was, it was just funny because we put it on the internet and then we took it down. <laughs> like, <laughs> I went back on the internet like two. Re-releasing it with them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, is it any different being with a record label versus being on your own? I mean, it definitely has its pros for sure. I think people email us back faster, <laughs> or at all. Uh, yeah, well, like people, like I hate to say it, but I, I feel like sometimes, like there's venues like in our old bands that we would like try to book shows and they would never email yeah, us back. It's get... like they kind of take you a little bit more seriously. Which mm-hmm. I mean, which we're is... and this is a fairly small label. It's not exactly you know we're not we're not clearly no one makes money in the music industry unless you're in that one percent, and we certainly aren't. But it's just really nice having, you know, a guy and a group of people that actually care yeah, about your he, band. Yeah. And that, you know, that gives you a little bit of a little bit of drive anyway, just because oh, oh somebody somebody cares about this. So it's nice in that way. In and not to mention the other bands on the on the label oh, are, yeah, are great. Yeah, we love, we love all of them. <laughs> we're, we're all great buds now. Yeah. We did that our run, we did a little over two weeks with two bands on our label as well. And it was just more fun than I should even I can even explain it was too much yeah we're, we're really bummed yeah. we're <laughs> well let's talk a little bit more about touring and stuff right after this break uh your next song is called let's elope
All right, we'll just keep it rolling. You're listening to WKNC, The Revolution. So tell me a little bit more about your touring. You mentioned a couple bands on your label that you toured with. Yeah. And that we it was the best with, time um, of your life. We went with a band called Azalea. They're from this area, sort of. They're kind of spread out all over the place now. And a band, Bear Girl, from Atlanta, Georgia, that are, both of them are basically our best buds now. It yep. was so fun. I um, think on our last day of tour, I don't know how many hugs we, we did. Uh, then it we did a long like, time to leave. Yeah. And then we did one giant, like, huddle hug. Yeah. It's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. We were very, I think for the most part, at least I was fairly intoxicated. <laughs> so, you know, that... that didn't didn't help the situation move along at all. <laughs> Actually, the band Azalea I'd known for a couple of years. Um, my old band, uh, based out of Wilmington, had played shows with them maybe like three or four years ago. So when we got on Cardigan and I found out that they were also on the same label, I was just really you know, pumped to see them again and then able to spend some time on the road with them. Those soapbox years, huh? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Rest in peace, soapbox. Jeffrey used <laughs> to work at the, uh, the very, it was a very cool room that was there, I don't know, for over 10 years, wasn't it? It was about 10 years. And Wilmington called the Soapbox. It was kind of like the cool, like live music venue downtown. I had like two rooms, a small room and a big room, and uh, it was basically the all all the national touring acts that saw some know, great bands. In yeah, there. would play there and saw Monster the Bear there before they got like really big. Yeah, which was awesome. Yeah, three like three hundred person room. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's great. It's like a it's very probably a little smaller than Kings, I guess. Yeah, but yep, very cool, very cool place. Definitely gone. And the scene is definitely worse <laughs> off for it. Yeah, now. absolutely. That's why we try to play as many shows on the road. There's not that many places to play in Wilmington anymore. Yeah. yeah. And we're actually turning it into a Waffle House. Are they real? Is that That's really happening? Really happening. That bones me out. Wait, what's happening? They're, They're turning t- the soapbox into the, a Waffle House. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's, that's I'm so like happy slash bummed on that. Was it closed already or did Waffle House buy them out? No, I, it was a deal with the bank, actually. Um, the bank that we had a loan under went under it themselves. So mm-hmm. when we switched our loan to a different bank. Um, they just wanted all the money that we owed that we were like making payments on. They wanted it up front. So okay. We were all thinking about like some kind of Empire Records situation where we could try to save it. <laughs> we had to come up with like one point two million dollars in a couple weeks. Yeah, yeah. never, so never going to happen. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> never going to happen. So you were talking about how awesome that tour was. What do you think made it so great? Just being with those guys. I mean, yeah, just the just the. Just meeting so many people, getting to travel clearly yeah. and, and, and play, It's even if their shows aren't. I mean, there were definitely a handful of not very well-attended shows, which is pretty much what we expected the entire time. Yeah, of course, since so, we're such a fairly yeah, new band. We don't really expect. knows who we are yeah. at all. But we definitely had some surprises. Atlanta was very, very good to us. Philadelphia and, and Manhattan was very good to us as well. Yeah. Uh, Baltimore. Are, yeah. There's a couple places that I don't think we'll ever go back to. <laughs> what are those places? Um, Redding. Sorry if anybody is, is, is listening. That? Redding, Pennsylvania. I'm sorry if anybody that is listening to this is from there, but that is a horrible place. There was a mall. There's two malls there, and I think there was like two stores open in the oh, mall. First of all, I don't know why we went to the mall. But anyways. Well, we, we, there, we had were, nothing, there was nothing to do in the town. I think there was a Rue 21 and a CVS. Yeah, that sounds about right. There was a and CVS in the mall. And everything mall. else was closed. It was, it's, I think it was hit pretty hard. In, I, I'm not 100% on this, but I think it was kind of hit hard in the depression. And yeah. It was, well, it was, it was like, close to coal country. Yeah, it was a lot of coal mining going on in and, that area. Yeah, and it, that's all kind of dried up now, so it's pretty destitute. It's got a pretty high poverty and crime rate. It's just not, a, it's not a, it's not a great place, man. It's just not a good place. <laughs> I found it interesting how many people tried to help us because they knew that we weren't from town. 
Like, yeah, that, stop us in the road and like, oh, you guys lost? Do you want? Like, are you, you okay? Need help? Like we stood out so much apparently. But we just I wanted will. to help them out because they were in a terrible situation. We were leaving <laughs> the next day, so we're like, we're fine. <laughs> you guys have to stay here. I will say that town that was we played after Pottsville, uh, or no, after Reading was Pottsville. Pottsville is cool, and we had like literally the best pizza. It was oh, sriracha yeah. chicken pizza. Oh, it was sriracha amazing. Chicken. It was. Yeah, I forget what the place was called. It was like Roma or something. I don't know. I don't know. It was, it was great. It was fantastic for the middle like of like the mountains in Pennsylvania. Fantastic pizza, better yeah. than the stuff we had in New York. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It was, it was, that was a weird thing. It was a weird place too. It was weird, but it was it was what, actually what surprisingly fun. It was. It just. It was. <laughs> it didn't <laughs> seem like anything. Was, there was it seemed like there was absolutely no one there in our age. I didn't see anyone under fifty until like until it, got it was dark. nine p.m. Yeah, yeah. And they all was, hibernate. I, I guess yeah. it was it was great. We played it a, a the weirdest stage I've ever played on. It was like really long and narrow, and we uh, the whole thing was very weird. It was, was like <laughs> yeah, we were basically made sense in that room. It was really weird, but it was cool. But it was yeah, it was a lot of fun. People came out of the woodwork. Because there's apparently not much to do there. Yeah, they saw that we had a trailer in the back of our, um, the Forerunner, and they're like, oh, you guys on tour? Oh, let's go inside. Yeah. Must be awesome. Must be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's Little what, did they uh, know. what the lady in the coffee shop said. She's like, wait, you guys are on tour? You must be doing something right, or you must be good. Yeah, and I was like, like well, I, mean, <laughs> I don't know why they, they sound like Southerners, because they're in the middle of rural Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, man. Pennsylvania. Yeah, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. They got that too. <laughs> yeah. So what brings you to all these places? How do you pick out a place? Why would you bring yourself to the middle of nowhere? Well, the Reading show happened because we had a show in Richmond that fell through, and we were playing a little DIY fest in rural Pennsylvania. Um, and the guy that was putting that on found out, I guess, online that we our show had fallen through, and he graciously helped us save that date. You know, we were basically going to be sitting around, not having anything to do for 24 hours, but he put something together really last minute, and I can't thank the guy enough for it. Um, it was pretty poorly attended in a very weird venue, like outdoor. It was, I don't know, it's, the whole thing was a mess, but um, he definitely, like, saved us a little bit, and he let us stay with him, and he was super nice, so it all worked itself out. Yeah, thank you so much, Thomas. I know you're not listening, but thank you so much for all you've done. <laughs> yeah, he's in rural Pennsylvania. Or he, he literally, like, we had... We had, yeah, we would have had, we had the day. That day we missed like that said, show, the and then we were going to have a day off. Yeah, and he, and he helped, and he us, helped us up with two shows. Yeah. Which, to me, I'd rather be playing. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, I'm so you know, thankful for that. Yeah, for it's, sure. it's rad. It's great. Then we then we started hitting the Northeast, and all those shows are, are pretty rad. Like I said, we played at the, uh, the cop bar from The Wire in Baltimore, which is kind it, of amazing for what me. What is a cop bar? Well, it was like the bar in the show that they all hung out at. Yeah, so that's the bar, yeah. They, they had, the I think they had like there. a uh, And a they call it The Wire? Scene. Do you think they just, they changed their name after cops started coming there a lot? Oh, no, no, no. It's um in the show, it's called, it's, it's a show cop bar. HBO, Wire. But the actual name of the bar is called Sidebar. Yeah. It's, it's near the, it's sort of near the harbor in Baltimore, but apparently it was like basically near the epicenter of like the riots that happened yeah. a few months ago. I think a lot of people when we first got there, like, yeah, we're playing, uh, you know, downtown. They're like, where are you playing? We where are you playing? Them. They're like, uh, okay, all right, don't walk around, be safe. Yeah. <laughs> Have like, fun, all right. but be safe, guys. All right. All right, Baltimore. Oh, there was a great place we ate in Baltimore. Oh, in Little Italy. Yeah, we oh, went to yeah. Little Italy and we found this like really cool Italian like deli. 
Oh, it was like fantastic. the best sandwich I've ever had. Yeah, it was very. We were also starving, but it was really good. Oh, it was it was great. Tiny place. I think they had like three tables. Yeah, yeah. it was great. It's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Can you paint me a picture? If I were to close my eyes, I want to be able to taste this sandwich. Oh, I have the ingredients. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this, I have to have the ingredients for this. All the detail, all the flavor notes. Can you can you bring it out? Yeah. Because uh, yeah. like I work I work at Harris Theater, so I work in the deli, and um, do people ask you about like the different flavors of all the different kinds of turkey? Like, give me some notes on this turkey. Yeah, I'm for sure. sure. Like. <laughs> Yeah, they always ask about like smoked turkey and like what's sweet and all that jazz. So it's my job to know all that. Yeah. Oh, I think I found the ingredients. <laughs> I, can't, I really can't believe it. It's capicola. Um, oh, you got to play this up. Oh my gosh, I had like oh man, it was I don't even know. <laughs> I'm not like versed Can in you? like Italian meats and the way to pre- <laughs> like enunciate them. Like what? Do you, what is that? Is it, Sopressata, <laughs> gouda, roasted peppers, lettuce, and balsamic dressing. Yeah, it was great. Oh, yeah, it's killer. It was so good. It was amazing. I'm really hungry. <laughs> <laughs> so, finally, do you guys have any shows coming up soon? Yeah, we're, we're actually oh, yeah. doing, you know, we're doing tonight with uh, the Powder Room and Manimals, and we're actually doing tomorrow with the Powder Room <laughs> in Wilmington with uh, Valiant Thor and some other. Yeah, and Beard of Antlers and yeah. Valiant Thor. And the powder room, yeah, which I guess will be on next. They're absolutely fantastic. Yeah, we love those dudes. But yeah, then we're probably taking a break for a little while to finish writing for a record that hopefully we'll be recording in late November, early December. Great. So we're gonna move on so that the powder room can get in here, and you guys can all get to load in for the show tonight. Do yeah. you have any last words for our listeners? Um, not not really. We, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Yeah, no call, no call to action, man. Oh yeah, I know you're thinking about it. Yeah, <laughs> we will end unceremoniously, unceremoniously with me not talking properly. You awesome. ready? Yeah. <laughs> um, so you've been listening to WKNC 88.1. My name's Fion. I've been here with the Youth League. Manimals were in here earlier, and we've got the powder room coming in next. Thanks Stick so around. Much. Um, cutting in. Really? Sorry. Just I, I feel like I, sh- I should have said that like that, earlier. That's, that should have been our last words. Yeah, probably. That last it's, words. It's thank you. You don't know. You can you can put your last words in when I announce your song. Okay. <laughs> and then tell them about the show first. Anyways, if you'd like to hear more of the Youth League or the Manimals or the Powder Room, you can come out to local band, local beer tonight out at Tiranog. It's going to be at nine thirty, and we hope to see you there. Okay, now you go. Thank you, Thanks, guys. guys. This last song is from the Youth League, and it's called For John, right here on WKNC.